1: Oh, uh, Jason! By the way, and um, this me, me and Wesley are devastated to have discovered this. But you know when we did our score predictions on the preview with Desmond last week, mm-hmm. Jeff actually fucking one hundred percent nailed the score. Oh really? Yeah, twenty seventeen. Yes, twenty seventeen Saints. He nailed it, huh. <laughs> and doesn't even realize.
2: <laughs> oh, of course not. listening to the dome patrol podcast what's up hudet nation and thanks for joining us on the dome patrol podcast the official saints podcast of the fans first sports network i am your host jason today because jeff was somewhere in the mountains of utah again I, i don't know i think he's become a utah jazz fan this is like the second time in four weeks he's out there so so you'll have to deal with me hosting the show today so we will give our, our final game thoughts after we've been able to calm down after the instant reaction show that we recorded right after the game. And then we'll we'll do a little X-rated tweets. That's what I'm going to call it. X-rated tweets. Because they can get a little bit of both. Because I'm still not calling it X. I'm still calling it Twitter. So we'll just do X-rated tweets and then your Facebook if any of you guys have that. So... Sit back, uh, put your seatbelt on, put your heads, hands and legs inside your earbuds at all times and enjoy the show. With us today, we've got Wesley and James. What's up, guys? I am not meant for this hosting thing. I'm just not. I, think I was
1: going to ask if you were okay. You're,
3: okay. I realize that you're feeling not good, but you're definitely doing better than Jeff normally does. So just, <sighs> just know that. The bar's I, low and you're doing just fine.
2: I, I am recording it downstairs, so I don't have the sheet in front of me to read off to do the intro. And, and he's done that so many times. It's it's like second knowledge Wait, to him
3: is it is it because there's been a bathroom removed upstairs and you don't want to <laughs> be up there is there is there any kind of stuff like that that we need to like i'm just more com- i'm
2: more comfortable on the shitter downstairs when i do a podcast so
1: <laughs> I, I figured yeah
2: so uh now that we've had time to kind of digest the game and we start to see you know that everybody's showing the clips and how good we looked and whatever i mean i don't know if anything really changed Last night, at least for me, I, I think obviously the defense is elite. The defense is an elite Super Bowl defense. So to see more of the clips of, of the secondary of uh, of Lattimore, Adibo, and Taylor playing unbelievably well, uh, I, I feel great about that. Um, it's a Super Bowl defense for sure. And the offense did have some struggles, but I felt like there were some improvements. And I, I do think that there is a lot of room to improve on the offensive side. And they're going to have to, because we can't rely on the defense to keep doing this. This really, I know a lot of people said it, but it really reminded kind of the Jim Mora era saints, just awesome defense score touchdowns. If you can get it and kick a couple of field goals and, and just hang on on a low scoring affair.
1: Yeah, I think, I think that's, that's fair. I mean, I started off the instant reaction, um, last night by saying the um the o line performance was a bit poor to which you both kind of pushed back on a little bit and i have rewatched the the highlights of uh, of the game today and do you know what i think i was a bit harsh um there was definite improvement um on the o line this week and yeah i i got that i got that wrong um second half particularly they were they were much much better um and i think wesley, you made the point last night that definitely two of the sacks came from Derek Carr holding on to the ball too long. the ball should have been out quicker, and there probably were open receivers on on those plays so uh, so yeah i'll hold my hands up and say i got that one wrong
3: yeah i, th- I think that today what we saw one um, as more stats and rankings of whatever they're worth are coming out, there's some Saints players being sprinkled in, and the Saints team defense being sprinkled in to some pretty high numbers. Um, and I think that if you definitely take away the trash touchdown, we're the number one defense in the league with in almost every statistical category. Um, again, those things happen, and uh, that they don't factor into when it happened and what kind of defense you were playing, and if the touchdown even mattered, they still count. So. Um, we have an elite defense. Um, The numbers that we saw come out, we have some players who are play, playing at elite levels as well. Um, Granderson and Demario Davis and Marshawn Lattimore are just at every level, just completely dominating the game of football. Um, And I think that uh, we did what we need to do to beat some some ta- teams that were less talented than us. And looking forward to the schedule, I feel pretty good about where we're at and the kind of we're not going to play Front sevens as good as what we've already played for the next few weeks, um, and I'm I'm interested to. I feel good. We're two and zero, oh, and I think that if we all went into this saying that without Alvin Kamara, if you go two and one in the first three games, are you happy? All of us say yes, probably. Yep. Um, and that's the worst case scenario now. And I have pretty good reason to to feel pretty confident about this Packers team that we're about to play. Hmm.
2: Yeah, I. I'm probably going to I'm probably gonna pick a loss just because it's on the road in Lambeau. And I, I, I guess may, that could change later in the week. I know there's a lot of Packers that were injured and didn't play against Atlanta. I'm, I'm assuming some of those guys come back. Maybe they, if they don't, maybe I'll – or I mean the same. I just I, – I, and I, maybe I said it last night. If it was a home game, I'd feel a lot more confident with the offense at home and Carr at home. Then on the road, on the road kind of scares me a little bit. Does but, it make
3: you feel better? Know that I'm going to be there yelling the entire time that the Packers' offense is on the field,
2: possibly distracting
3: them and giving us that home feel?
2: Are you going to have one of those big foam Super Bowl rings on your head to match the <laughs> cheeseheads? <laughs> oh, that's I that's what not. you got to do. I mean,
3: oh, I will not have
0: that.
2: As you know, as, <laughs> when, when in Green Bay, you have to have something on your head, right? <laughs> you go as Whistle Muster, put a whistle on your
3: head. <laughs> Perfect
2: uh So, uh, but uh, and you heard, you know, today I heard Penning mentioned, yeah, he had his some struggle, and the, the offensive line struggled at at spots in the first half, especially on, on third down. But they did play better in the second half. Some of that's just gaining confidence and gaining reps. And I was thinking about today, man, you re- it really sucks that Penning missed so much time and didn't get any reps last year because if if. Coming into this year, if he would have had the reps he had last year, I think you'd see a big difference. So I think it's just gonna take time for him to get more comfortable, to get more confident. Um uh, run blocking, he was great in the second half.
1: Oh, the block for the second touchdown was he great. just he just he just picked him up and moved him and was like, yeah, no, just just run behind me. Yeah. So
3: I mean, do y'all think that there's a real I mean, we know what Derek Carr is, and I mean we've got him ranked anywhere between number nine and number th- 13 in the NFL as far as just kind of talented as quarterback he was 21 of 36 for 228 yards no touchdowns one interception there's a case to be made this is going to be the worst game he plays this year statistically I, I hope. if you look if you look at the numbers he yep. is projected to put up the completion percentage and all this and number of touchdowns there there's there's a case to be made this is what you would have predicted to be about the numbers for the worst game he could play
2: are we sure he's nine to thirteen? Well,
3: he's guess, not, is, he's is, not he's it, not he's not lower than eighteen I mean, fourteen.
2: There is mean, I don't I, know how much you've watched I, these other
3: quarterbacks. Quarterbacks are, there's not fifteen starting quarterbacks I don't know in the NFL anymore. It's at least
1: so far, we're in week two. I, I could not name you thirteen better quarterbacks than Derek Carr in the NFL. No chance. Sure. So before quickly on to the O line, it's the second game in a row where the starting five have played hundred percent of the snaps as well. And they need to, they
3: need to, yeah. I mean, Jason just said that is the pinnings lack Correct. of experience again. And, and I, I like that too. We we've seen and heard over the last couple of years, some of the most talented football players on the planet get in their head, have no confidence and do nothing on the field. This was the Marcus Davenport story last year yep. and Trevor pinning in one game from one from game one to game two figured that out instead of being crippled by it and instead of like I just he's figuring things out and if that we're gonna guess that he didn't just stop improving right now from week one to week two week two to week three should be more improvement um and so it just makes sense he's a young player that has not played hardly any NFL football so and
2: and and the group as a whole hasn't had a ton of snaps together exactly
3: so each everything that we build on that Derek Carr still I like that he's the guy out there calling the, the protections and all. He's gonna get better at that kind of stuff. Um, it looks like this year, our, you know, running backs seem to be interested in picking up blitzes when they they were not last year. Um, in, a, in including we talked Tony Tony Jones Jr. had a couple of uh, good blocks. We talked about that
1: last night. Um, so I caught on the highlights. There's the one where he basically picked the blitzer up and threw him to the floor. I mean, that was a pretty impressive. Pretty Tony John Jr. looks like a guy who can pick up the blitz. We've seen
3: yeah. other guys that look like they can, that can't, I mean, he, he's got a, he's got to do that in order to, to be a part of this team. Yeah.
2: Do you think they bring in a running back this week? No. So I, we uh, do we think Miller's going to be back? Do we think Williams's injury isn't that bad? I mean, the guy didn't come back. I think Williams misses this game.
1: So I think they did a interview with DA today where he said that Williams is gonna miss some uh, sometime. Okay. Um but they waived Kirk Merritt today who was back up practice squad wasn't he no he was he was on the 53 this week I think I don't know but he's been waived um so that's probably indicating that Kendra Miller is gonna play and suit up this weekend. So then you've got Miller, Jones and Taysom. Uh, Taysom. I'm I'm worried if the game
3: plan revolves around don't worry guys, Kendry Miller's back. Um, he's had four different injuries since his, the last game of his college career, um, including that game. And they've all been little tweaks that have all taken him out for a couple of weeks. And so until we've seen him consistently, that cannot be the game plan is don't worry guys. We've got Kendry Miller mm-hmm. and worst case scenario, Tony Jones Jr. is backing him up again. Um, it worked well enough this past week with Tony Jones Jr. and Taysom. I don't need that to be the the starting game plan. I need that to be the emergency game plan. Not. um And there's just people, I mean, Leonard Fournette and Kareem Hunt are both out there, and you may not be a big learner Fournette fan um, anymore, and he looks old and there's a reason he's not in the league, but there's also a reason he was in the league as a starter for a long time, and if You're telling me that you tell him his entire career and if he's ever going to play again is, hey, you need to put in some effort these next two weeks and prove that you belong on an NFL team. He's got he's got to come in and try as hard as he can and whatever's left. And I refuse to believe that the reason that cream hunts not in the league isn't because he's just I believe it is because he's just wanting more money than what anybody wants to pay him. Not that he didn't go to these workouts and just be like, oh, we know the Saints. I believe did offer him a contract and another team did offer him a contract. So he, he's, I mean, that's getting a contract offer proves he probably belongs to still play in the league, carrying the ball at some point, yeah. just whether or not, uh, maybe we offer a little bit more money. Um, he actually sees a, an opportunity to come and do something and uh, prove he belongs in the league, but maybe that should be revisited.
2: Yeah, interesting. Well, yeah, interesting. What's going to happen, especially with Chubb going down, and what's what is what's well, Cleveland I mean, going to do? You got to
3: think that Cream Hunt's not going there after the 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 way that he's left. I mean, that's that's the best opportunity for him to ble- ble- to get a job and prove that he belongs in the league. But he's got to not want to go there and make them probably
2: not. Probably anymore. not. Well, also they don't. I mean, they didn't want him for a reason. Plus, right. the guy that came in last night still ran for hundred yards. So yeah, maybe they think that maybe they trade for Jonathan Taylor. Who knows? <laughs>
1: Um, still an option
2: yeah so yeah. anything else about about the game uh you know saints kind of kind of dis- disrespected with the second unit broadcast team it was weird to hear chris fowler do an nfl game and he just didn't seem to have a lot of energy for nfl games
3: well, the energy they did have was based on bryce young being they, was they, lot, it was all it was it was all, all about bryce young and i'm like I, at one point he was completing 50 percent of his passes and was at 70 yards with in the fourth quarter and they were still like
2: they were calling just, the the Steph Curry of the NFL.
3: They, I don't think they went the quite that far, okay. but they they were a little more tempered um, than than that. But um, it it was it was certainly, I mean, it was definitely their talking point. Um, and I feel like they researched a whole lot more of that than they did any Saints players. Yeah, um, they, but I will say, hey, Chris Olave made one of the best catches that I've I, I will say that I've seen a lot of football in, in my years. One of the best catches you will see for concentration. And again, his problem last year was going to the ground, still holding on to the ball. Um, and, and he did that on one of the most difficult catches you could have, holding to the ball, g- going down to the ground. So um, I think he's placed his stamp on that he is the number one receiver on this team. Yeah. And for stuff like that, teams are going to have to put their number one cornerback on him and that really opens up things for Rashid Shahid and Michael Thomas are in, incredible. Like they're, they're,
2: they're, they're, they're great for those two roles. I mean, all three guys have clearly defined roles that work clearly. very well together. Very well. And
3: together. we have to, at least, I'm not even gonna say once a game, once per half, there has to be the, she just run like whatever, whatever that play call is. I mean, you've, if you don't run it, once per half you're just it's a disgrace to the one the deep ball that Derek carr can throw but how freaking fast rashid shaheed is and that he he catches the ball when it touches his hands mm-hmm. you, you just gotta run it at least once a half and then if, if, it, if somebody some safety comes over and eventually picks one off like it was just the it was a good punt which
1: probably would be better than what our actual punt would be yeah i mean the thing about shaheed is obviously He's very, very fast, but he's legitimately a receiver that can run routes as well. So he's not just—he's not just that vertical go route he, player. He is he, what we
3: hoped Deontay Harris was, and he yeah. was not. I yeah. mean, that and again, that guy was great. You know, you get the ball in his hands, so he could do things. This is another level of what we hoped Deontay Hardy Harris, whatever you want to call it, what yeah. what he was. This is this is the guy. Yeah. He's a mixture we, of like the hardy Darren Sproles. He's definitely not as big yeah. as Darren Sproles, but like there's yeah. there's some of that to him because he he's got the great hands and for his size he's been great with taking hits and avoiding hits and doing doing what he needs to do to stay healthy so far.
1: Yeah.
2: All right, and any other final thoughts about the game?
1: Um so Michael Thomas is definitely one hundred percent of the way back now. If you've seen that video from the tunnel after the game, where he's getting into it with Derek Brown, that is the Michael Thomas that we want to see. I mean, I mean, he he was picking a fight with somebody and then ran away. <laughs> no, no, okay, okay. Like I just want to say, notice so Saints fans are talking about that. Michael Thomas
3: made a a business decision that once Derek Brown, like he got him pissed off and looked like he wanted to fight. He he and then he, ducked he, around, he ducked around that corner and was like, "You ain't gonna touch me." <laughs> it was <laughs> it was pretty hilarious, and I, I I appreciate Michael Thomas getting that guy so pissed off and then getting the hell
1: out of the way. Yeah, but but that's the Michael Thomas you want to see, isn't it? You know, I mean we've we've missed that swagger, I guess is is what is what he brings, and you know, if two games where he's played fully healthy. Um, we said if we can get what. 13 games out of him this season, we'd be happy. Yeah. He looks is. and he's, he's getting his football legs under him. You know, mm-hmm. he, he, you can definitely see that each, the, the first of the two, you know, the two first week and then now this week, he's looked better in the second week. And you just got to hope that, that that continues. And if it does, watch
2: out yeah make, make making the tough catches even made the butt catch last night so that was that was
1: nice yeah how that wasn't called a catch first time i don't know but anyway Be- yeah that's Be- the ref.
3: beautiful like catch and concentration and um also him going over and getting da fired up and all like yeah. this is again this is not da i'm trying to figure out the team i'm trying to figure out what to do like i want to say deer in the headlights he was never that far but trying to keep himself calm this is the right amount of Emotion and challenging people and, uh, getting, getting the right guys fired up. I, I really like seeing that. It's, it's his team now. It's his team. Hundred 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 percent got his stamp on it. Yep. And I'm okay with us being a successful defensive team that has maybe the most talented group of offensive playmakers that, that you'll find. I'm okay with it. Like, I like this defensive identity and you know what, let's score 20 points a game and challenge somebody to score 20
1: on us. Yeah. Jason, here's one for you. If he wins, if we win next week and he goes 3 and 0, he has a winning record as the Saints head coach.
2: oh How about that?
1: Change the narrative.
2: Look, that's what I wanted.
1: I hope he gets on Twitter and holds accountable
3: all the people that have disparaged him.
2: All Twitter of them. Does, Twitter doesn't exist. So, how's he going to do that? <laughs>
3: Speaking Neither of Twitter,
2: accountability. let's go to uh, a little segment called X-rated tweets.
0: Do you ever walk in and find your husband quickly zipping up his pants? Yeah. Does your husband suffer from chapped dick? Then he may be addicted to porno. Mine was, and he left me to go be number 73 in the world's biggest gangbang. Did you know that one out of three marriages are ruined by excessive porno? Up, Mine was, I mean, I like sex, but I'm no match for Janet Jackson. If you think your husband has a porno habit, help that nasty bastard before it goes too far. The early warning signs are there. Ask him to do a self-exam.
3: If you watch porno before 10 a.m., if you know the name of any guy in porno besides Ron Jeremy, if you can't get aroused unless you hear this, you may be addicted to porno.
0: But there's more.
3: If you're willing to donate your spine to Larry Flint, If your woman has thrown away all of your porno tapes and you masturbate to the view. Star Joe. If you like your woman to shower in five-inch pumps. If you think the only way to get your woman pregnant is by shooting sperm in her eye, you Ah. might be addicted to porno.
0: Maybe I'm old-fashioned, but double anal penetration is just not my cup of tea. Party pooper. So if you think your husband is addicted to porno, please call 1-800-I-SEE-YOUR-ASS. Today.
2: That's one eight hundred. I see your
0: ass.
2: Call today. You want me to, to go up? first, Wesley? Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't have one. I didn't have time. I was busy all day. Yeah. So whatever you guys
1: got. So, 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 mine is Saints related, but it is a tweet that I saw today, and yeah, it's it's brilliant. So, so, it's it's a quote tweet. And the original tweet is um, a video of Deshaun Watson. Uh, and it says, Deshaun Watson appears shocked to be asked about contact with the referee and insists there was no contact with the ref. So it's a video of the interview. Mm-hmm. And then the quote tweet says, and I'm going to, so it's at urinating tree is the, is the X or Twitter handle. And it says Deshaun Watson actively denying illegal contact with someone he shouldn't touch. The jokes write themselves. Well, I'll just
3: say I, I quote tweeted that same one and said um, he already got in a lot of trouble for people putting their hands on him. So he's trying something different.
1: (laughs) I didn't see your quote. (laughs) Sorry.
2: Uh, Yeah, he 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 has not looked the same since leaving. We definitely dodged a bullet with that contract trade, whatever. We definitely dodged one. Yeah, we did. Um,
3: mine was um so we we've uh, this year really focused on having visitors that we've appreciated all of their thoughts and uh and visits um this year um in fact this uh week we are going to have a Packers representative from the Fans First Sports Network uh, Bob Love that's going to join us for a for a season, for a game preview last week we had uh, Desmond who um, was a big um Rice Young fan and sees a lot of uh in his future I will say that um the day after the Panthers lost to the Saints um Desmond did say some of y'all need to not tweet during your team's games I've seen the wildest takes it's week two and I just found it hilarious because (laughs) the wildest take that I have heard in a long time um maybe was said on our show last week by Desmond when he told us that uh Bryce Young was going to revolutionize the game and be the Steph Curry of the NFL and uh, also be Peyton Manning 2.0. And we've had a lot of great fan interaction um, on the feedback from uh, on his visit. And uh, but still respectful uh, time. I really appreciate him visiting. But uh, maybe he should come back.
2: We will we, we'll, we'll revisit it for our next matchup with Carolina next year. We'll see. We'll see how Bryce looks in between then. Yeah. Um. Any other tweets? Any other?
3: I'm 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 good. I'm good with the one. Yeah, okay. no, I, I, I mean, I, we we could definitely do some throwback <laughs> and find uh, some people that uh, oh, disparaged yeah. Michael Thomas and said uh, he's not healthy and he's not ready. And the people that think he are ready don't know what they're looking at. And if you had more football experience, then you could see for yourself that he's not ready and not going to be himself. And Shut up.
2: I did see something where it looked like. Michael Thomas was talking about Tony Jones Jr. And he's like, he's like, you're not in Denver anymore. Or he told him you're not in fucking Denver anymore. I mean, he really fucking hates Sean (laughs) Pate. Really hates Sean Payton.
1: Yeah. On the Michael Thomas thing, and I know this is well in advance, but um, CD Deuce was put on IR today and is likely out for the season. So we're not going to get the Michael Thomas CD Deuce game um, in the Superdome in December when the Lions come to visit, which is a bit of a shame. Yeah, I would have been
3: fine with CD Deuce in the slot covering Michael Thomas.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I would have been as well, but the it, it would have been absolute box office.
2: Yeah, a lot of man, a lot of early injuries this year. I know we usually say it every year, but a lot of
3: the
1: lot running of, back position is think, being so for the
3: first t- for the first time in a while, not for us.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the ru- the running back position across the league is being the, the, the little tweaks that we're dealing
3: with. I will deal with, and I am not complaining or throwing a fit because we've no,
2: we have. We, we have, know, we we know have, what
3: we yeah. know what injury problems are.
2: Yeah, we do. Yeah. So, all right. Any uh, any final thoughts? Hmm. All right. I'm just. I, t- I probably. I know. I said on uh, in the instant reaction show, but I'm happy to be two and zero. It's. I don't like that two other teams in our division are two and zero, oh, but I feel like I feel like we're best positioned to win the division with the defense we have and with an offense that should get better. So, I, I feel good about where we're at. Always feel good to win games. So, yeah. So that's all the show we have for you this week. We want to thank our loyal listeners for downloading and subscribing and hitting the auto download button so you can listen to it whenever you want. Tell your friends about the Don Patrol podcast. You can find us on Twitter slash X, Facebook. Uh, we'll have a couple more shows coming out this week. We'll have Pick'ems, and then we'll have our game preview uh, with the Green Bay guy, which should be fun. What's his name?
3: Bob Love. Bob Love. Bob Love. Is it a real name? It. It is his. We, we checked his birth certificate before inviting him on the show.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> with that, say bye-bye, Bob Love donkeys.
1: Look, now the party didn't start till I in, and I probably won't leave before the thing is. But in the meantime, the in-between time... All go
2: The Dome Patrol podcast is the official Saints podcast of the Fans First Sports Network.